You're listening to the Growth Experts Podcast. So if you're looking to 10X your business by learning proven growth strategies, you're in the right place. During my interviews with top CEOs, entrepreneurs, and marketers, I dig deep to uncover the real strategies, hacks, and tools to help you achieve your goals. And I'm your host, Dennis Brown. Hey, have you ever wondered how I generate thousands of inbound leads per year using LinkedIn? Well, this episode is sponsored by my guide, The Ultimate Guide to Generating Inbound Leads with LinkedIn. This is the definitive guide on how to consistently generate inbound leads using LinkedIn and social selling. So if you want a copy of that guide, just send a text to 44222 with the word L-I guide, all one word, L-I guide to 44222, or you can go to my website at askdennisbrown.com forward slash guide. Now let's get on with the show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And today we have yet another amazing guest. His name is Jonathan Kazarian. He's the founder and CEO of Acelevents, a one-stop shop for event organizers who want to create a unique and engaging virtual event experience. In the current environment, many companies are choosing to transition their live events to virtual format. And John is the expert when it comes to helping companies make their process as seamless as possible. Welcome to the show, Jonathan. Thanks for having me on. Now, you mentioned it's John, unless you're getting in trouble. So I'm going to stick with John, right? All right. Yeah, that'd be better. You're going to be getting married soon. So you're going to hear enough Jonathans, right? At some point down the road. But uh, so we'll stick with John today. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Congrats on your success. You sound like you've got a great business going. Tell us a little bit about, you know, what led you in that direction. I mean, how did you, how did you come to start a Sullivan's? Yeah. So uh, I actually started back in, in, in 2014. I had a cousin who at the age of 17 got diagnosed with cancer and wanted to do something for her. So ultimately decided that uh, I could raise more money hosting a, a fundraiser than I could running the marathon. So ended up doing that. Went down to the aquarium in Boston, put my credit card down. I was 24 at the time and had to sell 185 tickets to be able to pay my credit card bill. But we ended up selling 840 to that first event and going into it, realized that we needed technology in order to run the raffle and auction. Couldn't find anything affordable out there. So worked with a friend and decided to build one out on our own. And frankly, just working. We got great feedback. So that kind of kicked it off. I was working another job at the time doing this nights and weekends. And as the, um, as the business started to grow, we started to focus more heavily on the ticketing space. So building out the ticketing functionality and payment processing, and then starting to work with more for-profit organizations and hosting conferences, concerts, festivals, trade shows, and whatnot. And everything was you know, looking, looking good. We were starting to pick up steam, had our first salesperson join in, uh, in 2019. And then 2020 came, looked like we were going to pretty much triple our revenue in the beginning of the year and and uh and then the world shut down in march so at that point our options were either to buckle down on the fundraising technology that we had, had previously been selling or to pivot so in march we decided to pivot and by may we had hosted our first first successful virtual event on the platform uh, and things very much took off from then our headcount quadrupled in a matter of five months. And, and this was, this was all organic, self-funded. We haven't taken on any institutional capital and things are just continuing to progress. And it's, it's been a, a very interesting space. 
Yeah. So you're one of the many businesses that was forced to pivot due to, you know, this global pandemic. And fortunately, your pivot appears to be working really well and is very well suited for, you know, really it's like telemade for this type of catastrophe so that you could, and I think you're helping, obviously helping a ton of businesses. And just to give, give everybody a sense today, what we're going to talk about, what we're talking about and what we're going to hone in on is how to leverage virtual events to grow your small business. Because one of the phenomenons that John and I were talking about prior to this is that most small businesses historically don't use events. They don't use them very well because, or they don't use them at all because they're typically pretty expensive, right? And there's a lot of barriers to entry in throwing a big event. So what Jonathan and his team have been able to do, what his software does, and what he's been helping his clients with a lot of them are small businesses and they're seeing enormous amounts of success. So John's going to share a framework with us about that on how you could start leveraging it yourself. Obviously, he's built some technology and you guys are more than welcome to check that out. We'll provide some links here. I'm assuming, Jonathan, it's, it's excelevents.com. Is that, the, is that the URL? That's the one. Spell it for everybody just really quick, just because it's a little bit tricky on the spelling. A-C-C-E-L-events.com. Got it. Check that out. We'll make sure we put that in the show notes. But that's a that's an entire platform that's designed to create more of an immersive event than just, you know, what most people think an event is. So I'm gonna let you take it away. You're here today to unpack this. So walk us through this process of how they can start leveraging virtual events to grow their business. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, at the end of the day, events are just such an amazing mechanism for building a business because they allow your customers to come together and build a sense of community. And if you look at any of the recent IPOs, companies like Snowflake, the success they've had, that 100-time revenue multiple they've had, is so driven by that deep community that they have as an organization. And when it comes to building that community, it requires bringing people together. And small businesses, they just haven't had the opportunity to do that because hosting an event means booking a venue nine months in advance and putting the cash down for that and booking all of your vendors and speakers and everything else. And and that's just prohibitive. But all of a sudden, through this virtual event technology, which is 10 years ahead of where it otherwise would have been, we're now able to provide small businesses an opportunity to host these events and deepen that sense of community, while also adding additional revenue streams and, and deepening relationships with their you know, partners and other centers of influence. So how do your events differ from, you know, what most people think of events, you know, like a webinar or maybe some sort of an online summit? I mean, talk to us a little bit about that because I think there I think there is a difference. I think what you guys are doing is different and I think that's why you're seeing such great results. Can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah, it is. So a webinar is, you know, it's often not something you have to be there live for. Yeah, you might have a question that you drop in the chat or something like that, but an event is bringing people together at the same time in a way where they can interact with each other, learn from each other, network with each other, and build that, that community. And what our platform does is just that. It gives them an opportunity and a mechanism to come together so that they can do that. And that could be through, obviously, participating in the educational content that's often part of these events and conferences, but it's also providing them opportunities to participate in virtual lounges, or other forms of professional speed dating style networking that allows them to come together and meet each other. Yeah, it's funny because when you ask people what the biggest benefit of going to live events are, right? Whether that be some sort of a conference or whether that be some sort of whatever it is, some sort of a live event, right? The thing that they'll tell you is 
Yes, they got benefit from maybe some of the speakers or some of the content, but most of the benefit or a lot of the benefit comes from the people that they meet and that they network with and that they develop relationships with. So I think that's where, like you said, webinars and and these online summits, they're great, but they're just not replicating what a or trying to even replicate what a live event can do. So so I see I see the difference. So why don't you help us break this down on how you know, a small business can can start moving towards this virtual event to actually see some growth in their business. Yeah, definitely. So off the bat, I mean, it's again, it's just such an affordable opportunity for any small business to engage their audience. And in doing so, it's a matter of, of positioning your, your business, your organization as a thought leader. It's bringing in thought leaders in the space as well who can provide valuable content and really help your customers and your prospective customers. And, and that's what it has to be about. It has to be about adding value. And it's also about providing that platform or that opportunity where those people can come together and build their own, their own personal brands and their own network. So in terms of just getting started with it, it's, you know, it's, it's as simple as that. And, and in doing so, it also provides you that opportunity to, to start to reach out to your partners and, and deepen the relationships with the partners who maybe, you know, maybe they're a reseller or maybe they're an agency that, that works with you. And, you know, if you're say a real estate agent, maybe it's real estate attorneys or maybe it's accountants or something like that. Anybody who could have a handoff in the business process. Okay. So part of it is and what you're just referring to here is enhancing the relationships with people that are already a part of your ecosystem, whether they be a potential customer, whether they be a vendor, whether they be an influencer or someone with some sort of influence in the space. So it allows you to develop relationships with them. Is that what you're saying? It is, but it's also about providing your customers and your prospects an opportunity to somebody else who can provide them value. Gotcha. Okay. So everybody's the win-win-win. Gotcha. It needs to be a win-win-win, and it needs to be not just about putting yourself first. You, as the organization putting that event on, you're inherently going to be the one who's, who's you know, the brains behind it, the one that your customers are thinking of is the one that provided them that opportunity. And maybe, you know, today they don't end up working with you for whatever your industry may be. But if they find their next, you know, their accountant or their financial advisor through the event that you put on, they're not going to forget about that. And every time they work with that person, they're going to be reminded of it. Got it. Okay. So what else do you do within the events or how else can the event help them grow? So obviously, I, I think that point is you hit that home, right? I mean, that that's definitely a no-brainer. And I think that's the foundation of the whole kit and caboodle, right? I mean, that's yeah. the foundation tenet of the whole thing. That's the That's the ground floor. What other things can you do with virtual events that can enhance, you know, the opportunity to get more customers to grow your sales. Yeah. So then there's the aspect of community. So community could be, you know, it could mean a lot of different things depending on what industry you're in. But if you're in the in the tech world and you're hosting an event and you've got your customers coming together, you're facilitating conversation amongst your customers. And there's no better way to hear from them where your product is excelling or where your product may be falling short. And then being able to drive that conversation around digging into those points and learning from it so you can get better as an organization as well. And at the same time, 
your customers are going to have an opportunity to share amongst themselves different ideas and different ways they've implemented your product to benefit themselves. Yeah. So, I mean, customer to customer, that's one thing. But imagine if you have a prospect who's looking to potentially buy your whatever it is, your service or your software, whatever the case may be, and they're able to come in in an event style, whether it's virtual or otherwise, and actually talk to a customer, right? I mean, we always talk about social proof, right? We talk about video testimonials and all these reviews and all these things that people do, but isn't the best testimonial you can get is actually having a conversation with a customer, right? And that usually doesn't happen in the world. It doesn't even happen in the real world, right? No. Virtual is one of the only ways you can do that. It is. And, and in a, any circumstance, pre-virtual where you might've had that opportunity, it's either you're reading something that's been curated and posted online, or maybe you get handed over to one or two of the best customers who you know, you know, you know they're going to say something good anyway. Here, it's a more authentic opportunity to really drill in and to find somebody who's you know, more niche, more targeted for exactly the questions that you have because they're all coming together. Yeah. So I love that community aspect. And there's different levels of it, right? There's customers, there's vendors, there's prospects, there's people that are in different stages of the funnel, right? In the buying process, maybe they're top of funnel, you know, and there's, and I'm sure that throughout the process, you know, from an event perspective, you know, you can probably serve them different types of content based upon where they are in the funnel too. So that's really interesting. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother thought process. Okay. So community is an important part of it, right? So beyond community, where else do we go? Yeah. So I actually want to, I want to come back to the, the concept of those partner relationships and those center of influences and, and dig into that a little bit. So on one hand, you know, we talked about how you should be working with those other partners because you can provide value directly to your attendees who could be prospects or they could be existing customers. But the other part of it is that by providing additional value to your partners, your partners are then going to become a bigger referral source for you. And they're going to want to do the same thing and find other ways to provide you value and to provide you leads. And and that's through just the mechanism of giving them this opportunity. But it's also through the mechanism of taking what they're really good at and teaching your customers or prospects about whatever that topic is. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I mean, you allow them, you, you prop them up and position them in a way that's, you know, it's almost hard to buy that type of positioning, right? I mean, you're positioning them in front of a prospective customer as an expert, as a thought leader, as an influencer in that space. And even though, because in most cases, these vendors are going to be complimentary, they're not going to be competitive to you, obviously. Right. So yeah, that makes sense. Perfect. And that, that also, because you're doing that and it's organic and it's goodwill, they're going to go out and they're going to promote you on their social media platforms, their email, their other mechanisms of, of sharing this event that you're hosting with their audience, which is just extending the reach of your brand and adding more validity to what it is that you're doing. Yeah. So in a way you're tapping into their influence at the same time as they're kind of tapping into yours, right? Because you're bringing that audience. So perfect. Okay. And that's extending, you know, it's taking the community aspect of it beyond just what's occurring in the event, but bringing it to the, to the more public forum as well. Okay, great. So what else happens inside of these events? I mean, what, Describe to us a little bit more about what these events are like from an experiential perspective. I mean, what what could somebody expect? Because I think that might really draw the picture for the audience to differentiate how what they've seen in the past isn't necessarily, they're not necessarily limited to that if they're thinking about putting together an event for their business. 
Definitely. So, so I'll use a couple of examples. I'll start with one, which is a, it's a, a, a smaller business. They have a, a mobile app, which is uh, for, for meditation. And they actually found that through hosting a paid event and bringing people together on, I think it was a weekend morning for a couple of hours, they were actually able to generate a significant amount of revenue. And they brought in the same way that, you know, we talked about that partner eco- ecosystem. They brought in influencers in the uh, health and wellness space to come lead those lectures. And that was content that people were willing to pay for. And in doing so, it also promoted, promoted their product. So what that allowed for was people to interact with those speakers, those presenters, but also for these like-minded people to come together and discuss different products, whether that be health and wellness products, different foods, different diets, anything along those lines, and then also get to know each other and get to know each other in, in a sort of virtual sense of it not mattering where in the world you are, but also being able to tap into local communities and maybe have one region for you know, Miami and one for Boston, one for New York and, and everything else. Another example would be one which was much more of a, of a trade show in nature. And this one, this is a recent event that just occurred. They were a, a national auto parts brand and they hosted a, a dealer network or a dealer event on the platform. And everybody who was in attendance were the franchisees and the exhibitors were different tool manufacturers. So they were able to come and, and browse all the new products that were being released and place orders right there and drove very, very significant dollar volumes of revenue over the course of just a couple of days. No, I love that because did they, with the products, I'm sure that some of those were new releases and some of those were updates and some of those maybe were special deals or offers based on, you know, pricing and whatever the case may be. So it created a lot of awareness and then that awareness directly translated into revenue, which is huge, right? Obviously that's, that's a big part of this. So, okay. So when they're engaging, I have a question. It's kind of, I'm going to get down in the weeds a little bit. When they're engaging with a, let's say an influencer or someone on the platform, is it audio? Is it chat? Is it video? I mean, what's the format for engagement when they're communicating with somebody else in the platform? It's all of the above. It's whatever they're comfortable with and whatever's the best mechanism at that time. So from the perspective of a, you know, an exhibitor doing a product demo, they probably want to be on video showing how this you know, new hammer drill is, is better than the last one, whatever it might be there. If I'm an attendee and I want to interact with another attendee, I can book a meeting with them, similar to how you might use a Calendly link to book a meeting. And I can facilitate that conversation either over audio, chat, or video right within the platform. So it's, you know, it's not an avatar-based concept. It's about keeping it human, easy to navigate, accepting the fact that, look, it's not going to look like it does in person. Yeah, it's more about making it easy to navigate and getting people the interaction and the connections that are so valuable to events. Yeah, perfect. Okay, anything else you want to add specifically about how small businesses can start leveraging events to grow their business? Is there anything else that we missed, or anything else you want to touch on, or you think is important? We'll ask a couple of rapid fire questions at the end, and then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, the other thing that that's incredibly important here is the the access to data that you get. So once you start to bring these customers and and prospects into the platform and start to see how they interact, you really get a better sense of where their interests are and where they're spending their time. You know, it's one thing to look at click tracking on a website and see that somebody spent 19 seconds on a page of your website, but that tells a very different story when then they spent 45 minutes in a breakout session talking about this new feature you just released and asked 10 questions on the topic 
you know you got to get on the phone with this person and try to upsell them this product. So there's a whole nother level of interaction and data that just, you know, it's it's never been available until the past couple of months. And it's so powerful. So is the data available on a user level or as an aggregate? Both. Wow. So you could track an entire user through his experience and see how much time he spent in every component of the event. Absolutely. And the questions they're asking, you can push that to your CRM and your sales reps can go back and call everybody who attended that event or everybody who, who performs certain activities and figure out where the opportunities are. Yeah, you want to talk about segmenting. Holy cow, that's ideal. That's a game changer. That's a big one right there. I mean, that's huge. I, I think that's a huge, huge component. I'm glad you hit that because I hadn't even thought about that you know, particular component. And I think that's a no-brainer, right? If you have, you're building a community of customers and prospects, you're building a community of influencers, and every step of the way throughout that journey, you're gathering data that you can then leverage to serve them later. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I love it. All right. Awesome. Well, listen, a couple rapid fire questions and then we'll wrap it up for today. Besides a sell event, right? Besides your software, your system, what's one of your favorite growth tools, software, app, something you use to grow your business? Intercom. Intercom. Love it. We, um, our media response time, shout out to our CX team is, uh, is under, under 30 seconds. We keep it human just like we do in the events. It's all about being real and being there for our customers. If you spend three, I'm not doing a good job of keeping this rapid. If you spend three months planning an event that culminates in three hours, you don't have 10 minutes to wait for a response. You need somebody there in real time. And that's what we're all about. And Intercom allows us to do that. Love it. Perfect. And what would be one book, maybe something you read that helped you on your journey or something you think might help them on theirs? Yeah. Well, if you're a founder of a company, I actually, I came across this book, The Great CEO Within, which um, I found about from, from Dave Cancel, the the founder of Drift, uh, but this is worthwhile. And it's one that you pick up every couple of months and reread because your business is going to change so fast. There's things that become more and less relevant as time goes by. Yeah, for sure. So appreciate you being here, Jonathan. Let everybody know how they can connect with you, learn more about Excel events, and then we'll wrap it up for today. Yeah. Uh, you can find us online, ExcelEvents.com, A-C-C-E-L events.com. We also have a great Facebook group for anybody who He's an event professional. We're thinking about hosting an event where it's another community. It's another opportunity for our customers to come together and learn from each other. And we'd like to see you there. Uh, you can also find us on all the other social media platforms. Perfect. Well, or, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll send go us a message in that chat. Test us out. There you go. Perfect. Well, listen, I'll make sure I put all those links in the show notes. Really appreciate you being here. Congrats on all your success and your successful pivot. And uh, I'm sure we'll chat again soon. Thanks for having me on. Listeners, I want to thank you for tuning in. I truly appreciate your time. If you're enjoying the podcast, then do me a huge favor. Click the subscribe button now and please leave me a review. It would mean a lot to me.